Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Long time no podcast. Oh uh, no, this is so long. Do we even remember how to do this? Nope. Okay, we'll uh, wing it like we usually do. Completely forgotten. So I'm gonna try really hard not to cough, guys. I am recovering from COVID. A uh, little parting gift from my trip to Alaska, which was amazing. Yeah. But went with the people of humanity and therefore got infected yeah it was, i mean it's gorgeous i just keep hearing like everybody that's going on a trip comes back, and back has COVID. like yeah, maddie I mean, is one but like i've yeah. heard of several others too and it's just like my god <laughs> i know i think there's like a new wave i don't know what's happening out there but there's something happening and there's some I COVID happening but see here's my deal i had accepted that we were going to get COVID on this trip because my whole family <laughs> got COVID before the trip. Literally everybody who was going on the cruise got COVID at my nephew's first communion, except me, Nick, Lauren, and my mom and my nephew, Evan. And I told Nick, I said, it's actually probably better that they got COVID before the cruise. Oh, yeah. Because, like, they're going to be, like, antibodied the hell up whereas our sorry asses <laughs> so I was like we're totally gonna get COVID on the cruise Nick's like could we be positive <laughs> here and like so it's going great everything was lovely Juno we saw Juno we went to Juno Skagway and Sitka all lovely nice. areas Aww. it's gorgeous but it rains oh yeah that's like well, okay. Except for, like, the week that Maddie was there. Maddie got, like, the one nice week. <laughs> Here's the thing. For most people, are like, rain, ugh, I'd rather it be sunny. I'm, like, the mm. opposite. I would rather it be sun- rainy than sunny. Like, like, it was 90 degrees in Minnesota, and all of us were, like, we're so glad we're here yeah, in Alaska. Exactly. Like, that, that just sounds like. That's oppressive. That's heaven to me. And, like, there were people from Texas, like, on the cruise, and they were like, this is amazing weather. Like, you can breathe in June. Like, that's, we didn't know you could breathe in June. What a miracle. You're, like, boiling on the, you know, at the mouth of hell (laughs) for eight months out of the year. Quite literally. So, what were the highlights? So, it's gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. Can't live there. Not enough retail. Aww. was really what I came away with. <laughs> I was like, like if we want to shun humanity. Shopping. Yeah, except like, I think it takes a while for stuff to get there. But I, I don't know. I didn't do enough research on Amazon and their speed in which they deliver. I'm just like, I don't like, I'm not a window shopper. My husband. Yeah. My husband is a lot more of like the shopper type. Like you mm. put, take I know, him he to likes a store. His- 
and he will browse and take his time and look at this and look at that. And I'm like, I want to grab what I need mm-hmm. and get the heck out because Kyle's I, like an errands guy. I, I don't know what to, he is. He, he likes to like do his little tinkering on the weekend. And he's then just, Cal he's, has to be present. <laughs> apparently. But no, usually like, you know how they have in stores, they'll have like a seating area and it's like where all the husbands get deposited. Yeah. It's all the husbands and me. <laughs> well, I mean, again, you're Nick and I'm Kyle, so. Exactly. So it's it like. makes sense. Yeah. I will say I there was way more um shopping than I anticipated. Oh, that's good. But Juno we had to get in we were in kind of in and out of Juno. So we were a little bummed about that. We went to go see a glacier and we really wanted to get closer to the ga- glacier, but it was kind of a walk. And I had my I had the two time Nazis, my husband and my father. And for Nick, anytime that you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. And Nick was tweaking the fuck out, you no, guys. No, but honestly, because, that's me too. Because yeah. I, I have to be early or else I'm late. Because we do the glacier, and then we were going to go look at whales. And he was like, we can't miss the bus for the whales. So we were maybe like five minutes away from like getting really close to the glacier. And Nick was like, I'm calling it. We're going back. And... Like we double timed it so fast down this um this like path. And this is not like, trust me, you guys, this is not like we're hiking through a mountain. But I thought we were gonna kill my father, my 70-year-old father. I was like, we can't murder my father <laughs> trying to make it and we like got back in double time. Like we had like 15 minutes of just hanging out. Cause Nick but was like, be, move it. Be, but I know Nick. <laughs> Nick is me. He yeah. felt much better. Oh, than if he was totally arrived calm. right when it was time to go. Totally calm. Yeah. Totally calm. So the glacier, very no. cool. I get Nick. I get makes Nick. you a little like if you're like, oh, you know, polar ice caps are melting. And they're like, oh, you see that part at the top of the mountain where we're like, yeah, where you see dirt and stuff. We're like, yeah, they're like, that used to be glacier. <laughs> you're like, fuck. So just see me melting, you know. Cool. Um, and then we went to go see whales, which I had low expectations for whales because it's whales, guys. Like, maybe I don't know. It's the ocean. There's a lot of ocean. But whales I aren't going to be like, geez, the tour's coming through here. Let's go flip a tail, you know. But our whales were. They're like, what's up, tourists? They were lunging. You know, Honestly, I have seen videos like on TikTok of people on these whale watching tours. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, half the time I get the impression that like the whale is doing it on purpose. Like, like, look at this boat full of tourists. I'm going to come leaping out of the water right next to their boat and they're going to lose their shit. It was, oh, pretty much exactly that. Now, like, do I have a video that I can post on TikTok? No, I wasn't that fast. But like, there were there was one particular whale who like the the whale ladies and it was all women and they knew everything that they know about whales and they named them one of them was named Moon Cheese, which we were like that's an amazing name. <laughs> they're like, oh, I think that's oh, and they're like, oh, that might be Sasha, and we're like, you can tell like they can tell just like how can little you tell by just looking? They, they like with their saying. spots. 
They're like, oh, that's Sasha. That's Moon Cheese over there. We're like, what the? Yeah. So, like, Moon Cheese was like, what's up, people? And he was, like, lunge feeding, which is kind of like, instead of him just doing his little, his, like, regular shout, like, dive thing that they do. And, like, the best you're going to get is, like, the tail flip. He was, like, coming out of the water. Yeah, doing the full-on leap. And be like, what's up? And then going back down. But it was really fast. And he lunch fed quite a bit in front of us. She was like, I don't know what's up with Moon Cheese today, but he's here to party. It was awesome. My little nephew was just like, because I had the camera, I'm like trying to like take pictures. Like, did you get that, Aunt Jen? Did you get that? And like, finally, his older brother was like, lay off Aunt Jen. She's doing the best she can. Aunt Jen got nothing. I'm like, like not actually Nat Geo here, buddy. (laughs) Doing the best I can. So that was really cool. Then we went to Sitka. My sister did like a whole like bear walking tour thing. My crew was like, we don't care about the bears. Like we're aware there's bears, but we're from Minnesota. And you're like, bears. I don't need to see bears. I can walk my ass down to the Minnesota Zoo. There's a lovely little family of them. They say, what's up? You're like, hey, bear. And then, you know, move on with your life. Also, we really did a whole bear museum when we were in Lake Ely. Like, man, I've done bears, like, hardcore. So we slept in, and we went shopping. But I would say the funnest day was the dog sled day. Now, let me tell you, when me and my sister were trying to book this tour, we had 11 people in our group, which is massive. And we're trying to get on this freaking tour for these sled dogs. And it was, like, the planning of D-Day, trying to get this done. And we said to her, one another, with the amount we spent – and time and money these dogs better be like freaking amazing and they were (laughs) (laughs) they brought they brought it well it's hysterical because we were like like there was stuff in the brochure that they did not share like they said okay so you start at like the bottom and like alaska's just mountain it's just there's just mountains everywhere and they're like, well, we're, we're going into, like, this military vehicle. And we're like, what? They're like, yeah, the dog camp is up the mountain. And you can't, like, take a regular car. You have to take, like, this eight-gear military vehicle. And we're going to drive you up there. And me and my sister are like, like, my mom's looking at us like, did you know about this? And I'm like, we, we were not aware. And you can literally hear the howling in the trees (laughs) oh my god they're so these dogs are so excited to run like they lose their shit that's like their whole reason it's their this is they live eat breathe running and so we took this really cool ride where we're like on edges of cliffs and we're like we hope we don't die we didn't die it was fine it was gorgeous drive up and there's just, just like all of these teams of sled dogs, just like they are ready to go. And these dogs, the minute the cars pull up and they see you, they're howling and jumping up and down. They're like, let's do it, people. And they get really impatient. Like the whales. Oh my God. These dogs the are like, we're going to run. It's going to be the shit. Get your asses on the, on the trailer we're going and like these are like not small trailers like it was a solid they're pulling six full-grown humans and it's a team of 16 dogs and they all have their own little personalities the ones in the back for ours there was this little white one 
And she just jumped up and down for five minutes, up and down, because she was so impatient <laughs> for oh our musher to get the party started. And then they just take you on a little ride, which I gotta tell you, it was really fun. <laughs> Coolest roller coaster ride ever. I mean, you're not going fast. Like they could really crank it up a notch. They were like, okay. We're going to just do like a little crank it up a notch so you guys can see how they really move. And he gives one of his cool whistles and they like take off and you're like, holy shit, I don't want to die. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we go a lot faster. And, you know, like we're like actually doing our stuff. So and then we get to meet the dogs and one of the dogs fell in love with Lauren Aww. and just snuggled her. And Lauren was like, I could tell she's an honest child, but she was actively plotting how do I smuggle <laughs> this dog to my house because <laughs> he's cool. So it's like, we can't take one of the puppies. Oh, but then we got to meet the puppies. <laughs> there were sled dog puppies. There of course were, there are. Yeah, there are like, the yeah, there's like sled dog four month olds which are unruly little teenagers that were a hoot. And then there were little, little itty bitty, like four week old fluff balls. Oh my. That mommy just had. And she was like, I will rip your throat out if you fuck with my babies kind of look on her. <laughs> we're like, we're going to give them back, give it back, give it back. So they're like, you can, we can take the puppies, but like if they start to cry, like, we got to give them back to her because she'll lose her shit. I'm like, understandably so. She made really pretty babies. They were really cute. <laughs> I was ready to take one of those. So, yeah, that was the big highlight. And then we all got COVID. <laughs> so, Lauren, after the dog sledding, like, that night, she got fevers and chills. So, I was like, well, let's get her tested. Guys. If you want to do a cruise and you're wondering, like, what happens to me if I get COVID? Do they ship you off to Siberia? Um, a little bit, but it, they're very nice about it. So they, Nick came up positive and Lauren came up positive. I was negative. So they were like, don't leave your room. Or like, clearly. I could still go around the boat as long as I had my mask on. But they were like, Nick and Lauren, stay put. They sent us two physicians with medication, which was lovely. They scheduled, like, we were going to be boarding, deboarding, like, so this was Thursday night, so Friday is really the only day that we had to, like, quarantine in the room. And then that Saturday morning, no, I'm wrong, I'm off a day. Wednesday was the dogs, Thursday was the day we had to quarantine the whole time in the room, and then everyone was getting off Friday morning. So they scheduled a hotel for us they paid for the hotel they paid for the food because nick and lauren had to quarantine five days before they could get on an airplane so they paid for the hotel they paid for the food i'd want to be there having covid yeah and it was a nice hotel they're like here's how much in in anchorage or it was in anchorage nice and they just like it was trust me the hotel room was a serious upcharge from our i mean we had a nice room we had a balcony on our boat but like it was a lovely hotel and they're like just send us receipts and they paid for the differences in the flight shifts because I flew home on Saturday because Nick was like I don't want you to get sick in Anchorage because I'm I'm another whole ball of wax guys so 
he was like, let's just get you home. Cause then if I don't know, I go downhill, I'm home and near mail. So I got home and then almost immediately after I got home, like the next day I felt like shit. So I got in just under the wire, but I was still testing negative. Like I tested negative this whole week. I just tested positive yesterday. COVID's weird. It's really weird. I'm like, I mean, and I was sick. I like felt like shit and I was still testing negative. My sister said that it's like, she thinks it's the immune system. The immune system recognizes the virus and starts like revving up, which like makes you feel crappy, but it's before the virus is actually detectable. Huh. I was like, interesting. That's your theory at least. Um, did you get any souvenirs? I did. I got sweatshirts. <gasps> Jealous. We got earrings. <gasps> Jealous. What else? Um, I got a hat. Lauren, what did Lauren get? I feel like Lauren bought a lot of stuff. She had money. You know what? <laughs> if birthday. my daughter was there, I can tell you what she would buy. Hmm. A plushie of some kind. Like Yeah, I was a little surprised. I did not come home with like a stuffed um sled dog. I gotta like, be with you. I was really she went, she went on this eighth grade trip to, to Six Flags, you know, a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. She came home with the, one of those Squishmallow things. Those are so cute. I'm like, you could get that <laughs> anywhere the store down the street. Yep. Mm, whatever. We're big on Christmas ornaments. We like to get Christmas ornaments. Yes, I would have gotten a, a Christmas ornament mm-hmm. that indicates Alaska and has the year on it. So you need to go to the Christmas. There's literally the Alaska Christmas ornament store in Skagway. That's yes. where we found it. And it was awesome. And they had lots of choices. And I was quite happy. I also got a little gnome that's at Alaska. It was very cute. Um, yeah, I was really expecting my little nephew. He's eight. I was like, for sure, we're coming home with a stuffed sled dog. But see, like, my sister's doing this whole thing where it's like, you have this much money, and then, like, that's all the money you have, and you have to choose what you want to buy, and then when it's gone, it's gone. So he was hardcore in the math, and he has anxiety, and he gets very stressed about decisions, and uh, he couldn't decide. This is before we went to the the dog sled. He couldn't decide if he wanted a Bigfoot action figure. (laughs) And it was like, because if he got it, he'd only have $14 left. And I was like, I mean, this was really like, this was like Sophie's choice for him. He was like losing his shiznit over it. And I finally was like, buddy, let's just let Jesus take the wheel. And we're going to flip a coin. And he was like, I'm so down with this coin thing. Let's do it. And it said head. So he had to get it. So then when we got to the dog sled thing. He was like, oh, I don't have enough money for, like, a little stuffed animal. And I was like, well, but he had his stuffed animal eagle that he got at Juno. So, you know. But, yeah, it was hilarious. I was like, I mean, honest to God, it would have been, like, an extra five bucks. And my sister's a doctor. And I was a little like, well, I'm sure mommy could just. But I shut my mouth (laughs) because we were teaching a life lesson. So, Mind your business, Aunt Jen. (laughs) Are Nick and Lauren back yet? Are you still? Yeah, they're back. So they went up to the cabin, and I am quarantining at home. 
which oh, I'm fine with. Fourth of July, yeah. Yeah, it's Fourth of July, and like Nick was like, "No, I'm gonna stay home." The warden, as I've called him, I'm calling him now. Um, my whole family, I love them. I love them, but they have all lost their minds that I have COVID. <laughs> like. My dad has been trying to get me to take some drug that I'm not even, like, authorized for. I'm like, Dad, I'm not 65 and older. I don't need it. Like, you got to calm down. And, like, they're all – they all like to call in the morning to see how I'm doing. And so, like, I have, like, a fam – I have two separate family group chats. And then I have the individual group chat with each of them. And they all text me <laughs> on all five or six chains. At like 7.30 in the morning. Like, how are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, well, what I'm trying to do is sleep. And y'all are waking me up. <laughs> so once I get control of that, it's fine. So no, I told Nick, go to the cabin. My mom's like, no, they shouldn't leave you. I'm like, I'm fine. I literally have a cough and I'm tired. That's it. It's and fine. yet you even worked today. I know. I've been working all week, Cal. Isn't that? Like, man, it blows sometimes being a responsible adult. Like, okay, I'm going to be legit with you. Like, Monday, I only put in four days because I felt like ass. And then Tuesday, I put in like, did I say four days? I said four, yes, I said four hours. I understood that you meant You got hours, me, though. I you're with me. I going to point it out because I'm a nice person. Yeah, you're nice. I know. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I did six. I've been ramping it up slowly. But holy shit, this thing, you guys, like, I'm sorry. I don't know what y'all are talking about. It's just a head cold. It was not for me. Like, I had aches, chills. I'm exhausted. I know it doesn't sound like it. I'm quite perky right now, but that's because I'm talking to my Callie. Um, I've heard that another problem is brain fog. Like, my sister-in-law, that's what she had. Yeah, you're kind of stupid. Like, I blew something at work. (laughs) I just noticed it today, and I was like, it's... Oh, well, that was good. <laughs> like, got regulations, probably. And I was supposed to check that. And I just didn't do it. And, like, the sales guy was like, oh, that's okay. I was like, yeah, I'm going to blame it on COVID. So, and then the nice thing is, like, with work, if anyone's, like, giving you any crap, you're like, well, I have COVID. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. You're like, yeah, you should be. You I'm should be very, very with sorry. a deadly disease. I'm committed. So I know I have like the nicest coworkers in the planet. Like anytime, like there was a lull, my coworker would, like message like, "Go take a nap." <laughs> I got you. Oh, you're sweetest. My boss is like, you know, like do your best, but like we gotta phone it in. Whatevs. I'm like, okay. So I've got a good company. People are nice. But yeah, I would not, other than like my husband, Nick was pretty fine. Like he's kind of trying to make it like sound like the head cold was maybe worse than really what it was to make me feel better. But he has, I'm calling him Clark Kent because he has Superman's immune system. So See, like it barely slowed him down. Superman's immune system though is when you ha- tend, it tends to be so good that it goes rogue. Well, see, that's what I thought. I thought this would be, like, the real thing to, like, test, like, we're going to show him who's boss. Because, like, he doesn't ever get. Well, no, no, I don't, I don't get, I don't get sicknesses. But I get, like, I get things like my thyroid. Yeah. My thyroid is because my immune system is attacking it. 
It's they. It's a special, different type. Your of immune system's pilot. like we're gonna just kill everything. Yeah, my immune system is so good that it's like you know what? We're bored. Let's <laughs> let's eat this. And I'm like, no, I kind of need that. That's Thank an organ. You. you don't need it. <laughs> like I kind of do. It regulates a lot of things for me. But like when I grew up, I was I never got sick. That type of thing. Like I. Well, that's why I was like, we are getting tested because my Lauren luckily is, takes after her father more than me. And she is typically, a, knock on wood, a very healthy child. But she was like aches and chills and she felt like shit. And she never gets sick like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is probably not great. So, yeah, yeah. she got COVID. Well, this COVID, it, it, I mean, there's a reason people freaked out for a couple of years. You know? Well, listen, <laughs> again, like we were, we are vaccinated and boosted. So I was like, if we're going to go on a cruise, this is the time. I wouldn't yeah. have minded a fourth, bo- a, what is it? Second booster, but whatever. Yeah. That hasn't gotten approved i feel like my parents had a second booster but they're 65 and older so whatever like my little niece she just turned four and finally just got her vaccination so wait is it five no wait is she turning four? Oh fuck i can't remember i have 13 nieces and nephews and i'm really starting to lose it with the littles and how old they are yeah that will continue it's a challenge (laughs) <laughs> it's a challenge but you would love alaska and you need to go it's your temperature you Honestly, like to be away from the world if things get any worse kelly is and, actually and I'm unable to find a country to to emigrate <laughs> to you will find me in alaska canada's lovely too was i in vancouver yes i was in vancouver did i go see arrow stuff no here's why <laughs> I was not with the right group of people. <laughs> you were not with Arrow Friendly. Nobody gave a fuck, guys, that we were, like, somewhat in the vicinity of the Elicity bench. <laughs> and Nick, who has been unbelievably patient with this Arrow bullshit, was like, I was like, well, we could take a cab to the park and go look for it. And I just, wouldn't even have to look for it. I know exactly where it right. is. Right. See, I needed I need to see. Right. So he looked at me. He's like, "That's gonna be like a sixty dollar cab ride. Like worth it." From and he right. I was like, "Well, that's okay." And he just looked <laughs> at me and he's like, "I feel I have oh, spent Nick. enough on Arrow." And I was oh, like, "Oh, Nick, shut down, Nick." Well. Nick. And that I was not the right answer to that. that but see, look, that I was, I this saw, is it. listen, I saw Ooh. Lee and you. I saw Sir. Lee and you. Sir. I saw Lee and you. And Sir. I, it looks like a very pretty park. But I, I, because like it was nice. Somebody sent me like all the like cool spots to go look. But I was like, I, you literally need a solid day. Yeah. To do oh, yeah. This. No. No guarantee. So yeah. I was like, "Do I when just come back here?" Crunch, you know that's that's hard. It was a cr- it was a major time crunch, and I was tired. And I was like, "Well, do I pitch a hissy?" I'm like, "I did get to go to the Emily Bet Ricards." <laughs> I was like, "He did love me." Like, now nah, I'm gonna let this one go. So I let it that go. That was that one was more important because you got to hang out with me. 
Right. So listen, guys, <laughs> he had a point. And he was he like, did. He did. He had fucking... a point, but God damn it, Nicholas. I was like, it's the bench. <laughs> oh, so then I made the mistake because he didn't know what the bench was. Oh, and how could I... he not know what the bench is? Sometimes I don't tell him everything. So then I was like, he's like, What's, what the fuck is the Elicity bench? And I was like, well, it's a bench. It's a bench that was bought. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, well, because. You know, they got married in the park and we decided to like fund the park and like keep it clean and like environment stuff. And if you spent enough money, you got a bench. (laughs) We got a bench. (laughs) And he's like, I'm paying for that goddamn park right now. (laughs) And I'm like, Don't you feel like you should go over and look at it? I was like, Yeah, but it's for the environment. He's like, You did not do this for the environment. I was like, no. Did I want a bench? Yes. Yes. <laughs> was the collateral quote unquote damage protecting the environment? Also, yes. Also, yes. <laughs> and I could live with those choices. So no, he's exactly. like, so we already walked down the path of Nick has already spent money, which is never the never, way you want to it start. It doesn't ever end where you want it to end. It's, just, it's, like, it's not the way to go. <laughs> for, for me being married to this man for 16 years is a real fucking rookie move guys well it's and like you know I where presented... you have to stop like right. you know where the and line then is and I presented like, okay, the cab ride and he yeah. was like no how much am I he was like how much am I into this for, this, for the fucking bench and I was like I don't know <laughs> I do know I'm not telling him I don't know because it was a lot of years ago <laughs> it was a lot of years ago but I feel like solid 50 bucks <laughs> so, I, I don't want to know i'm not gonna look it up i just don't look at the just don't look at the paypal history yeah i'm not gonna do that no. don't worry about it so i just i know it. i gave money for it and Mind that's all business. we need to that's, that's Mind your business. so yeah, yeah. It, the conversation <laughs> the conversation went very rapidly down like, you know what let's not poke that there so then i was like does anybody care that we're walking like you can see lee and you like does anybody and there was just silence and i was like okay nobody and not even your daughter what the hell are you talking about lauren was like yeah well that's cool but she's just like like lauren is so past her arrow phase it's over guys oh i know it's it's once these these kids these damn kids so fast here's like here's the deal she knows going into it that elicity's fine that's the problem that is a problem like if she had any concern that oliver and felicity were not going to end up together keep in mind this is the kid who broke the elicity wedding like she knew when she was eight that okay they're like steve told her we're getting married so i like to brag about that because it drove mark nuts uh <laughs> Mark did not want Steve so to pissed. spoil that, I guess. He was so pissed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I can't know, keep like, Jen, what are you here. talking about? Okay. I'll quick tell the story because I don't know if anybody remembers. So I had an interview with Mark at the San Diego Comic Con, which was immediately after I had the Nashville um the one the one that was the disappointment was Supergirl. Right, was Supergirl. And yeah. um Steve was incredibly sweet to Lauren. Yes, she was dressed like a little Felicity. 
Um, Which always, as we found out, helps with Steve. He is powerless. Like, it's a (laughs) legit thing, you guys. Like, it's not like he's mean to other kids, but he sees, like, little blonde baby Felicities, and he's like, like, cuddle, cuddle. (laughs) So I, as her mother, was very, Lauren, to say Lauren was devastated that Melissa Benoist was not going to be there, because this was the height of her Supergirl obsession. To say that she was devastated was is not being overly dramatic. So as we're approaching Steve's table, I said to him, <laughs> she was here for Supergirl and she didn't show up. <laughs> and I just gave him a look like, fucking fix it. <laughs> so he was like, okay. And I was like, so she would like to ask you a question. <laughs> and Lauren just basically, I can't remember how, I had her phrase it expertly because Cal and I have been around the block and we thought about this for a while and we figured out a way he'd answer it. And it basically, he was like, yeah, they're going to get married. And he pretty much told her it was going to be... Because wasn't this during dark times? Yeah, it was. I think it was. Well, yeah, so it was, it was right after S5 before S6 got started. So yeah, people were fried. Yeah, it was... Everyone was like super down and like the, like the finale wasn't like enough of a reunion. Everyone was kind of like... Mm. So, yeah you know, I spoiled it. And um, I was visiting with Mark at SDCC. We were interviewing him and I can't remember how it came up, probably got mentioned. And I was telling him the story (laughs) and he was like, wait a minute, that was your kid. So he's heard of this. (laughs) So he, somebody told somebody that Steve spoiled the wedding. And I was like, yeah, it was my kid. And he was like, Jennifer, that is such an unfair question. That was such a leading question. And I was like, who do you think you're talking to? Of course it was a leading question. That's why I had her I asked because I wanted to know, dipshit. I'm not an idiot. (laughs) He's like, I can't believe you. I was like, you can't believe me. Are you for real? Get out of here, Mr. Lawyer. Come on, man. (laughs) He's like, yeah, that's fair. What do I look like? An amateur? Come on. We've been talking frequently for a while now. You should know who you're dealing with. He's like, yeah, I guess I do. So, yeah, that's the first story. (laughs) So, yeah, no, there was, I'm sorry. I don't have, like, super cute pics of, like, I had all these images of, like, J. Buffy Angel at my Elicity bench. J. Buffy Angel at the courthouse. No, none of it happened. So, that just means I gotta go back to Vancouver with my girls. It's kind of where I'm coming to. Because I, I feel like Vancouver's love, it's very lovely. It reminded me of like, kind of like New York meets Boston. It's big city. Which isn't that just like the ideal right there? Yeah, it's really kind of the ideal. You're like, oh, I'm really getting urban, but like classic oldie vibe, like from Boston. Like, I love Boston. Boston is just like, hi, we're from the oldie times and you can still see remnants. And New York's like, hey, we're hip and we're new. It's like, that's kind of how I look at it. <laughs> so, it was a nice melding of the two. Wow. That was a great explanation, Jen. I really feel like I should be a tour guide. <laughs> with my particular technical geography. <laughs> like, that's where are so we, Jennifer? Impressed. I don't know. Do you even know what state you're in? I mean, I think it's Alaska. But what is weird is that you have to go out of the country, then go back into the country. Yeah. Which is fine. It was fast. It wasn't that hard. 
but like would I've wanted to try to get back into this country with COVID no (laughs) no (laughs) um what was I gonna say oh I don't know speaking of travel related shenanigans you told Mm -hmm. me about the exorbitant price of a ticket to my fair city oh girl girl and I was like why would it be so expensive and then I thought about when it was and I was like (laughs) well okay first of all this is my own damn fault (laughs) Okay, because Maddie texted me, I was like, "Oh, ticket prices are really low right now. You should go get one." I'm like, "Okay," and then I forgot. And then you didn't. And then I went back like two weeks later, and they were like double the price. I'm like, "Okay, fuck a duck." Like seriously, you know what it is? The end of August is Burning Man. (sighs) Listen, and everybody that goes to Burning Man, if they aren't driving here from California or wherever. They are flying here during that time. And so, so ticket prices are apparently a little on the outrageous side. Nick found me a ticket. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of this. Uh, Spirit Airlines, which I, I don't is that, I, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and then he Buckle was like, up, buttercup. Yeah, I'm like, is it like one of those Cessna planes? <laughs> no, it's not a Cessna, but it's just, it's got a reputation of being very cheap. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the plane coming apart in it's air. It's not going to come apart. They never, they almost never come apart over this. Almost never. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> that's reassuring. And Let's just hope it's not a window. But I right? wouldn't get in until eleven o'clock at night on Thursday. Are you I'm kidding like, me? That's that's my girl time. Why don't like, you come in the day before at eleven o'clock? Well, that's what I'm thinking of. I do think that. I'm going to do that. Do but that. I got it. I had to text. I have to text check with Maddie because I didn't know when we had like the reservation. We have a or I could get a hotel you know, and a... someone has to come get me. Here's the thing. I don't know if you're <laughs> What? I don't know if you're aware. Mm. But I live here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Oh, I could come stay with you. <laughs> I have a house. Oh, I could! <laughs> that I house has honest. beds. I didn't think about that even a little this is the covid stupid stuff that i'm talking about like so if you come in wednesday night then i I can come pick you up (gasps) oh we're gonna do that oh yeah i'm excited okay because like when i tell you that you it's five minutes ten minutes tops from here to the airport it is where i'm so close to the airport it's stupid (laughs) see this is why you're in charge of stuff (laughs) But no, I, I was even joking to, to Silver. I said, you know, when you when you land, just have the pilot pull over and hop <laughs> over the back fence. Just, just roll me out of the plane. That's where that's where like I I could wave. That'd be awesome. Yeah, okay, that's what we'll do. I'll look for Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday night. Because that will be so much easier than having to drive up to Tahoe Donner in the middle of the night on Thursday. Yeah. No. We don't want to do that. Yeah. No. I like it when people come get me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel come get you. No, honestly, it's so easy. Like, no, you all don't need to coordinate, like, what time you arrive. Because, like I say, five minutes away. Five minutes. It's no problem to just dip over and pick people up. (laughs) Boom. Done. Okay. That frees me up for Wednesday and cheap-ass Spirit Airlines. Yeah, you don't want to pay $900 to fly it's into Reno. $900. I mean, listen, <laughs> I love you, girls. I was, 
I'd do That's it. That's a little on the on the goofy could, side. Like, like, like I feel like for nine hundred dollars, I should get to go to like fucking France or something. <laughs> Certainly not here. I mean, at least <laughs> another country. <laughs> Certainly not. No here. offense. No offense. No, no offense. <laughs> offense. Yes. I'm sure your state's lovely. There's nothing here that's worth a nine. The desert, price. though. The desert. Well, we're not technically the desert, but I know. But like, we are desert it's adjacent. Dust. <laughs> so we're, we're desert adjacent. We're next. I'm not saying. Desert. Listen, I'm not saying Minneapolis. Minnesota is the tourist attraction of the United States. <laughs> Not saying that. I'm just saying. Now, if you were flying into Vegas, I would say yes, desert. Yes, but that's Vegas, man. We could do Vegas. No, we're in Reno. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> All right, can we talk about Stranger Things? Um, yeah, I haven't watched Volume Two yet. Me neither. Oh, okay. good. I'm so okay. glad because we can flip and freak out about Steve. If Steve dies, I'm literally going to have a heart attack. Listen, you guys, there are a few things in my life right now that I care more about than Steve's survival. Here's the thing. There's like a list of people that the fandom is worried about. And I get yeah. Okay, so like yeah. there's Steve. People are worried about Robin. People are worried about Max. People are worried about I'm not Eddie. worried about Robin. I'm not worried about Max. They're too new. They're worried about Eddie. They're worried about Will. They're worried about John. You know, they're all this, and I'm like, listen, here's the thing. I will give any of them up for Steve. <laughs> and here's the thing. I also accept that Eddie is probably the most likely to die. And hear, hear me out. Hear me out. This is why I think Eddie is most likely to die. He fulfills the, the season favorite character role. Every season you have somebody like Barb yep, in last season year one, was Barb, or Bob or Alexi Bob, in season three. Robin and last year. Alexi was last year, yes. Um, well, I like Robin too. But Robin's a regular, so. No, but Robin's a regular. But the, yeah. those are the people that they, they'll die each year and you're devastated. And so I'm like, okay, so he, him dying would fulfill that. But also, 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 what happens if Eddie doesn't die? Right. Because everybody in Hawkins thinks he murdered people. Right. He's just going to go to prison. Well, here's the other thing. His wife ain't looking great. And I just thought of this as you're talking about this. He is basically Steve 2.0. He is, basically. He, like, fulfills, like, the big brothery aspect for the Dungeons & Dragons dudes. So you get, like, that big brothery impact of killing Eddie without actually having to kill Steve. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong. I fucking love Eddie. Yeah. I adore him. Yeah. He is fantastic. And that's why I think it's going to be him. Because they want me to feel like I felt when they killed off Alexi. You know? <laughs> Plus, me. like, in the promo, they were way too, oh, I just don't think it's going to work out for us. Like, like it, with Robin and Steve. I'm like, see, when you're foreshadowing that heavily... It's to get the fans to freak out because everybody. I I, I had that feeling too watching that. I'm like, you want me to think Steve's. You gonna want me die. to think Steve's gonna die, which means Steve is not gonna die, and I'm hanging all of my hopes. On oh God, this he better fucking branch. not. He better fucking not. I just don't even. I can't handle. I just can't. Like I just. It's just too much. It will send me over the edge. I need there to be some 
harmony and peace in my television viewing and fucking with my Steve right now is just I'm not especially now that Nancy's pulling her head out of her ass and it's like wow you know Steve's kind of amazing no fucking kidding Nancy so what else are we looking forward to from volume two okay well I'm really looking forward oh oh Oh, but I have to answer your question because you, did, no, did you get spoiled on 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 Vecna Velcrum, whatever his name is? I Velcro. did get spoiled on Vecna. Okay, so here's how it went with me. I was not spoiled on Vecna. Uh, but I, knew... I had not been because it was an amazing reveal. It was a great reveal. So we're watching this in the boat every night. We would ditch my family. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I no, love that. we were hardcore. Um, we were like, they're like, oh, do you want to go to this? Like, and I was like, it's cruise boat entertainment. Like, come on, guys. It's not that great. So um, all three of us, me, Nick, and Lauren were like, we're yeah. going to do what we do. And what we do is watch shows. So peace out. And we Nick downloaded all of Stranger Things. And we just binged it the whole. That's amazing. It was super awesome. That. So... Um, as we're watching it, like, okay, my thing was, I never bought an orderly because it's Jamie, what's his name? Here's the thing. When I watched it, I didn't know who he was. I don't, uh, I didn't recognize okay, him there you anything. Go. Okay. I, I just thought he looked a little on the creepy side. Yeah. No, I know this dude. This dude, he's kind of a character actor and um, he was, I'm this. I mean, I'm I'm saying this with a straight face, but he was in Twilight, and he was in the Shadow Hunters movie. So, like, I knew about, like, I know he's kind of he's not a soup. Like, they did a good job casting him because it's not like I wouldn't say it's like you're certainly not casting Sean Astin. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that. You, you can very easily get him under the radar. You just can't get him past me because I watch a lot of shitty <laughs> vampire stuff. shit. Vampire yeah. shit. So I was like, there's no way they cast this dude in some orderly. Yeah, Jamie Campbell Bauer. There we go. And he's kind of, he's, he's a character actor. He's in a bunch of stuff. So I, I'm very well aware of him and I'm like, yeah. So I never But did you know that he was the son? No. So what I said to Nick as we're watching this, and I don't know what Lauren was piecing together. I don't think Lauren pieced anything together. I think Lauren was just rocked. Um, And I said to Nick. This is my children as well. Yeah. Lauren was like, what? And I said to Nick. Like, we were like, nothing. I was like, he has to be one. It makes, there's no other sense that he has to be one, right? And Nick's like, he's got to be one. So we kind of figured out he's one. And then we were like, well, if he's one, problem is, what do you say? What are they calling him? Velcro? Vecna. Vecna. Probably Vecna is one, but my thing was, I have no idea how this dude becomes that dude. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I was like, that doesn't make, I have no idea how that happened. And I was like, and I, no clue that he was the son of the dude. I thought, I thought, here's what I thought. I did not think he was Vecna. I didn't think he was a son. I didn't think he was one. I was like, you know, like I was 
I wasn't even paying attention, I guess. But what I did think <laughs> that that Vecna seemed to have powers like Elle did. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't even pick up on that. I didn't really that's pick up like, on the powers. But that's like the only thing I picked up on. Like, you know, the whole picking people up and like, okay, here's the thing. In season one, 11, mm-hmm. like in the early episodes when they were showing her like still at the lab. Yeah. And when she would like confront, like, okay, they, uh, I'm skipping around here as I'm thinking of it. I was just watching the season one finale with my eldest son the other day. Mm-hmm. And in that one, like the Hawkins lab people come after Elle and they're at the middle school and they like corner her in the hallway yep. and she yep. literally did, did the same thing. The next thing? Made their eyeballs bleed. Oh, you're right. She did. Oh, you're right. And I was like, that's why it was so familiar. I didn't pick up on any of that. I was like, I just, I knew he had to be, by the time we had been doing like the friendly, once, once friendly orderly was trying to help, was trying to get Elle out. To escape. And was like, Papa is against you. I was like, okay, this dude's one. Because they were like, oh, one's dead. I'm like, one ain't fucking dead. I'm not buying that for a single second. So I knew we were going to meet one. And I was like, one's going to be also. So like when he finally like, when she takes the tracker thing out. When she was taking it out, I already knew. Like I've been spoiled like right before we watched that episode. And so when I was watching, I was like, oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, I was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) When she took that out, she's oh, well, you held me. I'm like, oh, girl. And then he was like, wait here. Because I what they had me going on with Elle was I was like, listen, I like Elle. I think Elle's great. Do I think Elle could kill a bunch of kids? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, could it happen? So, like, when they do the whole. I thought like, if she did it, there was a good reason. There was a good reason. Right. Yeah. I was like, well, it, so they had me going with that but then when she when she says i'm gonna take out the tracker i'm i was like for sure i know this guy is one and he's killing everybody so that part i was kind of like figured out but i did not know how do we get from here to jamie campbell bauer nice looking man to freaking on the upside down psycho with snake hands so when he like unleashes, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like I know he's evil, but man, that was he, just the coolest thing. He made he it look good. He made like, it look good. Like I was like, I know you're Satan incarnate, but damn, you make that look good, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he she comes to the rainbow room, this is why I was like. This is why I said Jamie Campbell Bauer is excellent casting because he can do both. He can be like the sweetest guy and then a total freak, just completely creep you out, serial killer. He can go from the wide open smile to like, he does something with his eyes and it's like, oh, he bad. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, it's like Bambi in the forest meets like Maleficent. You know what I mean? It was, he's amazing. And then he, like, turns around, I told you to wait. And I'm like, oh, she's going to get fucked up. And Lauren was like, what is happening? It was so great. I'm still not 100% sure. 
understanding what his beef is other than just like the human construct is ridiculous is that what he was saying with the thing with the clock when he was going off minutes and hours and it was just all I think he's just like humans are a disease but like does he get that he's a human being or does he view himself as a superhuman I think he views himself as superhuman he's okay. not He's, he's not a different like, he's entity. Better. He's, he's Which got is fair, because I mean, not that it, that's true, but like he's the original copy. Well, he's also like, you know, like so he he's thinking because I have these powers, I'm not your average human. I'm better. Yeah, like I'm superhuman. Yeah, I get you. Okay. Well, so then when they did the flashback, I was like, oh, I missed this. A hundred percent. I never thought for a second it was the, he was the kid. Well, wasn't that great casting? Because I was reading an interview with Jamie Campbell Bauer, and he said he watched that episode, and he said what was crazy about the kid that they cast, his eyebrows, the way he was lifting his eyebrows, was the same way Jamie was doing it. So Jamie was like, "Did this kid plan that? Did they like find a kid with high raised eyebrows?" Because he said he specifically moved his eyes and just to like make himself. Like, it was like a Kubrick move, he said. Like, the, the guy went dark for this. To say he was, like, he was, like, in character the whole time they were on set. Nice. And, like, he came up with the voice. The voice is all him. That was not anything. In a really? Move. Nope. He, he came up with that. that. Yeah. Wow. He does it. So, like, he told, he told a story. He was, like, I went into the sound booth to do, like, whatever the voiceover crap that they have to do. And the guy was like, oh, you know, I've got this pitch thing. And he, like, looked at him. And he's like, we don't do that here. And he was like, what do you mean? And, like, he did the voice. And the, the sound guy was like, oh, shit. like, <laughs> you really do do the voice. Yeah, so that's all him. Wow. So, like, he, like, stayed in character. And he's actually in a suit. He's in the damn suit. <laughs> I mean, the kids said he was terrifying on set. They were legitimately freaked the fuck out. Because, like, would you not be freaked out? Like, it, he really um, wasn't yes. Jamie Campbell Bauer very much. He was really Vecna. So, like, L, uh, I guess, um, oh, what's her name? Eleven. The actress who plays Eleven is just totally, like, she called her mom crying because he was really? so scary. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, because she had all these really nice scenes with Jamie, the nice orderly. <laughs> and then she had a and then he turns into this psycho. And she's like, well, this is really disturbing. <laughs> so she was like traumatized. She's like, I feel a little bad. <laughs> I feel a little bad that I traumatized the lead actress. But, you so know. apparently last night when, when volume two went up at midnight, mm-hmm. I, um, I muted for 24 hours the Stranger Things tag so I wouldn't see any spoilers. Smart. So, like, I haven't I looked at all on- either. I went on Twitter and I saw enough to see that, like, <laughs> as soon as the volume two went up, like, so many people went to go watch it that Netflix crashed. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And somebody, I think it was somebody from our fandom. And I forget who it is. I'm so sorry. Or maybe it was it was a romance author because I follow both. Anyhow, they said it's like, well, Netflix has crashed. It's like Schrodinger's Steve. He's <laughs> both alive and dead, you know? <laughs> and... Um, but the funny thing is, is that Jamie Campbell Bauer tweeted and he says, you guys broke the internet. Like, seriously. No, I got to say, as bad guys go, this is one of the best conceived villains 
Oh man, I like, how does Stranger Things keep it up every year after year and just like keep amping it up? Because I kind of feel like villains is an area that needed a little work on the show because we didn't really have like, of course you have the demi dogs and of course you have the mind flare which is freaky and creepy, but like a tangible like I guess the doctor is the closest, but like we keep meeting his psycho ass. You know what I mean? So, like, a real threat for Elle who can match her and go toe-to-toe. I'm just interested in what they're going to do in season five. I'm so curious. Because and I think he's in five. it sounds like as soon as they did season four, they were like, we're going to need one more season to wrap this up. So, I wonder if this season bleeds into season five more so than the previous seasons have. You know what I mean? Yeah. But oh my god, that scene where they go where they go toe to toe, holy shit! Listen, that was epic, and I am flipping out because I feel like I don't feel like the internet is talking about this, and I'm reading reviews on the episodes, and it's kind of driving me nuts. Okay, because the whole point was for Elle to go back into her memories, right, to trigger this so she would get her powers back, right, and as she's fighting him. She flashes back to him saying, do you have a memory that makes you sad and angry? Yes. And, oh, 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 And she oh, thinks about it. Right. And she thinks about it. And she comes up with a bunch because, you know, Elle's life has kind of sucked. And he beats her. It's right. not until she's just about to, to die and sh- her, her neurons start firing. And she literally gets the first memory from when she's born. And she sees her mother. And her mother says, I love you. And Correct. then she cleans his clock. So, okay. So it's that's love that's been the, the key. of season four, you saw this whole Will hasn't, or Mike hasn't told her he loves her. Right. Yes. They're, they're like, totally and, setting that up. And the whole thing with her this whole time is everyone's like telling her, access your anger, access your rage. And that's what she's been doing. But she exhausts herself. And she loses, she's like, she's got to recharge. And then to the point where she completely lost all of her powers. They so, are doing the Monsters, Inc. thing. Yes. Where you, totally you that. have more power from laughs than from screams. You got more power from love yes. than from hate. Yes. And nobody's, literally, there was not, I'm like, they were like, oh, you know, she beat him after she, you know, remember the rage and the. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did you even watch the episode, dude? I was really annoyed with this reviewer because he was like, oh, yeah, then he beats her. She beats him after and sends him to the upside down after she remembers all her sad. She didn't just send him to the upside down. She's the one that opened the portal between the upside like, down and Hawkins. So, like, she created the upside down. She it's, did. Yeah. I was like, that's what I'm taking from this. That like, is she literally created her own hellscape to send this bastard back to as an eight-year-old. She's the shit. Elle's amazing. Mike has every reason to say she's a superhero. But Mike needs to tell her he loves her. I mean, Mike's kind of a doofus, but Mike really bugs my daughter. Mike does? Yeah. She's not a Mike fan. No, I don't think my daughter likes him either. No, she's like, I think there's a part of him, there's an attractiveness issue. He's not pretty enough for her. I Lauren's think really my into pretty. Just thinks he acts like a. He's acted well. You have to admit, for most of season four, especially, he's acted a bit like an asshole. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he kind of acts like an asshole. My 
daughter is extremely protective of Eleven. I'm pretty sure Eleven's yeah. her favorite. And Lauren is too. She really, Lauren loves Eleven. She loves Millie. She's obsessed with Millie. And so, like, she doesn't like seeing her hurt. And right. Mike's been hurting her a lot. Yes. So my daughter's I think like, that's I don't it know too. about you, sir. So Lauren <laughs> got really excited. This is how you know she's my kid. Didn't get switched in the NICU. Um, <laughs> she was like, Mom, I'm seeing all of these TikToks of Millie and whatever the actor is who plays Will. She's like, I think they're dating. And I'm like, honey, Will? Boo. Oh, no. Yeah. They're no like good friends. The... But I was like, she is dating. I was like, your mother. Don't ask me why I know this, but I do. Um, she's dating John Bon Jovi's son. Like, really? her little heart shattered no. into a thousand pieces. Like, uh-huh. the idea of Will and L being together in real life just she was, like, that, everything yeah. to her. She's like, that would be the most amazing. Oh, my God. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, Speaking honey. of couples that we ride or die for. Yep. Joyce and Hopper. Oh, girl. God, is Hopper hot this year? I don't know what it is about that. Pretty I don't uniform. know what it is either. Holy shit. I, like, okay, there's two things I need from volume two. Just two things. <laughs> two things. I could even do without Mike telling Elle he loves her. Yeah. That's fine. Yep. The two things I need Steve to live and Joyce and Hopper to fucking kiss already. Kiss, I need them to bang. I need Well, that to would be, be I'm I'm I need a sex. Like, come on. We can just get this done. Go back to the to the barn where the or to the church where there was the peanut butter. There were mass Peanut butter church, yeah. <laughs> and you have snack food for after. It's perfect. My God. I am like, I really need Joyce to wake up and smell the hotness. And I feel like she at the tail end of season four, clearly she asked him out on a date. So, like, she's they acknowledging. They were going to go out. They were going to go out. So, I, I definitely feel she's moving along those lines. And clearly, now that Hop, she thought Hop was dead. But, man, when those two reunite, I tell you, that, that David Arbor, that motherfucker can act. It was so good. And I read an interview about that scene, too. Because he uh, said it reuni- was filmed differently. Re- reuniting? Yeah. So he said that they shot it about, I don't know, five or six times. And it was like an immediate, like she runs to him, hugs, cries, big, you know, all the feels. And he was like, it just didn't feel very hopper. And so he asked the Duffer brothers, like, let me take a shot at it, like doing a little bit more reserved. Where like, he's so traumatized. And he's dreamed of her for so long because there is no bigger shipper of Hopper. Oh, he's been, he's been ride or die since season one. <laughs> and you're like, you guys said Steve was ride or die? Like, no. David is like, they will be together. They will have babies. I will have this before the show is over. <laughs> and he was like, this is, this is the woman of his dreams that's been fighting for him. And I think like he just can't. So I played it like he can't really believe she's there. Mm-hmm. and so he's like so he pulls back and then he like allows himself to smile and like hold her and smell her hair and like do all the like cute stuff and he's like and they took that take he's like I was really happy they took that take I was like I, I need you. to watch it Kyle needs to come home from work right now so I can watch I know it. I know it's okay. only 342 
And I really, listen, they had me on the ropes with Hopper. Because I was like, like, we got to get Hopper back. And, like, when Hopper first escapes, I was like, when he's eating the peanut butter, like, listen, I'm not smart with this show, you guys. The fact that I drilled down to the fact that this is probably one is the only thing I've ever figured out ever and anything on the show I'm always like huh (laughs) so I was like oh yeah Hopper's going home and then they're like they show up and I'm like devastated and then Joyce gets kidnapped I can't say how much did I love what's his name Murray Murray knowing karate Murray is amazing the fact that they haven't killed Murray yet I'm like, I love Murray so much. But what a brilliant kind of, because, like, what do you do? Like, you have Winona Ryder, who's, like, 10 pounds soaking wet. Like, we're going to have to fight some Russian soldiers here, and Hopper's in jail. So the fact that they made Murray, like, this black belt karate, because of all the crappy, like, he literally saw a guy gunned down in front of him, so he's like, I should probably learn some self-defense. It made sense! I it like, did. Feels like something Murray would do, especially since he's kind of a conspiracy theorist. Okay, can we talk about Jonathan? The fact that Jonathan is no fun and what I like his friend Argyle better than him. What did they do to Jonathan? Like Jonathan has taken a nosedive in like the last two seasons with me. I I hope to see I hope to see some improvement. I want to see some improvement in volume two because Volume one did not impress. I don't know. Is it the haircut this year? I just was like, unattractive. Don't like it. No thanks. They need to go back to like what made him fun in season one. Well, I feel like his main mode when Jonathan is the most lovable is big brother protection mode. Like, yeah. And my thing is where I feel like Steve is probably a little bit more suited to Nancy because I think somebody made a point and I was like this is a very good point because he's kind of like you know we've got Nancy and she's our Nancy Drew Nancy's always piecing it together she's always on you know we're reporting you know what I mean and Jonathan's kind of her sidekick except Jonathan's kind of a wet blanket and so they paired her with Robin this year and it was way more fun so we've got Robin and Robin and Nancy can kind of super sleuth together which kind of eliminates the need for Jonathan. And to me, Jonathan, this is why I'm okay with that they killed Jonathan. Like, to me, Jonathan dying to protect Will, not a bad way to go. Not a bad way to go. I'd be okay with it. I'm literally okay if they kill anyone but Steve. Literally anybody. Here's, here's my thing. I don't care about Nancy, and I don't care about Jonathan, and I don't care about their relationship and I don't necessarily want Nancy with Steve because, in my opinion, Steve deserves the world, and I don't care about Nancy. Okay. So like, I like Nancy a little bit more, I think, than most folks do. I just, I just find her ultimately very boring, and at least compared to some of the other characters, like, but we have so few women. Na- Nancy kind of have to like love her. Nancy's the Giles. She's exposition girl. I think that's her problem a lot. Like they need somebody to like do all the research and come up with like all the backstory and why the monster wants what it wants. And that character is always kind of boring, but necessary. 
That's the way I view her. She's Giles. Did you see that Stranger Things 4 has set an all-time high Nielsen streaming record? It does not surprise me because that was the best season ever. I loved it start to finish. You haven't even finished it. I know, but I loved what I got to see so far. Okay. (laughs) I am like done. Now, if they kill Steve, it'll be the worst season ever. Correct. So I'm you know, reserving judgment until I see the They can go from the highest of highs to the <laughs> lowest of lows. It's up to you, Duffer Brothers. Don't fuck it up. And I am only moderately. I get more invested in like the Nancy Jonathan stuff because it's like with Elle and 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 Mike and Dustin. They're like eight years old, so not anymore. I know, but I'm like, I don't like. Do I really care if Elle and Mike end up together? No. No. <laughs> the only couple I care about are Joyce and Hopper. I'm going to probably need Will to admit at some point, not right now, maybe in a flash forward when he's older, that there may be some feelings for Mike. Yeah, and that's going to have to happen. We're going to have to have a talk. And there's <laughs> going to need to be some realization. And then we're going to talk to Will about his choices. Because you can do better than Mike. <laughs> you can do so much better. Listen, my, listen, Will. We know you like him because he's your friend. Because you he's your best friend. Together, and he's all you know. Together, and right? You haven't gone to college yet. That's all I'm saying. That's yet, all Will. we're saying. Will. Go to There's college. A whole Will. Sea. <laughs> Lots of fishes. Doesn't have to just be Mike. Go to college, preferably in a large city. I haven't broached that with Lauren because I think it drives her nuts enough that L is with Mike and I think oh. she wants L with Will. No, no, no. <laughs> so Me- like I think my daughter is also is in love like, with Mike. My daughter is rooting for for Will and Mike. Girl <laughs> we like Will better than that. Come on. I know. Now. Well these are children Maybe. and they don't know. They don't understand. But no my daughter my daughter goes absolutely feral at any lgbt <laughs> representation she loves like she, as soon, like she won't care like i'll tell her about like some characters and she'll be like oh, okay that's cool whatever. she should watch and the then i'll Empire. say and this one is you know and then she'll be like really she used to watch the new lesbian vampire show she, like, she loved that shit that's right up her alley let her watch that crap it looks like a terrible show not because of that but just because you know Looks like a granola. I've heard that it's really bad. I it looks horrendous. And I say this as somebody who watched Vampire Diaries for eight years. I've heard it's really bad. And speaking of really bad shows getting what they deserve, that Stephen Moffat show on HBO did not get picked up for season two. Uh, Uh The Time Traveler's Wife. Oh, not a surprise. I watched a few episodes and I'm not impressed i i just as soon as i hear Stephen moffat i'm like nope I'm like, no <laughs> i mean was it as bad as what everybody's saying it is no but yeah. was it good no <laughs> <laughs> so everybody loses <laughs> yeah so no no I, i'm i'm oh 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 okay i gotta talk to you about the song what song the um running up that hill oh that Song that's been the in my Kate head Bush for the last song. three weeks. Yes. By the way, God bless Max for having amazing taste in music. I know, like literally, it's such an awesome song. Did you know if you go to Spotify and you look up 
um, what's it, Upside Down mm-hmm. playlist. Mm-hmm. Yes, Upside Down playlist is what it's called. It will generate your songs to help you escape from Vecna. And I <laughs> gotta say, I'm a little insulted by what it, it picked up for mine. But I just looked was there any tea swizzle? Changed it. Oh. Well, there was some tea swizzle, but there wasn't enough in my mm. opinion. But well, now I looked and they shifted it. It used to be my number one song used to be "Shit" by Bo Burnham, and I'm like, that's not great. No. But now my number one song is "Cruel Summer" by Taylor Swift, and I feel better. There we go. Now we're doing better. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's more our speed. Anyhow, go on about the song. Okay, so <laughs> again, I never like stuff before people like things. Yeah. But what I I have been obsessed with that song for years. Have you really? Yes. That song is on my upside down playlist. Okay, but here's the deal. (laughs) This is where I'm a dumbass. (laughs) I know it from placebo. Okay. Placebo did a cover. I thought placebo (laughs) wrote the original. It was on the cruel intentions um soundtrack. So we're talking nineteen ninety nine. But you liked the cover of the song. I what that I thought was the original. They did that a lot to us, though. And I was when. like, wait they a minute. They put out a song, and you're like, this is a great new song. And then some old Everyone's person like, come along Bush, and you're like, no. Bush. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Placebo wrote this. And I was like, wait a minute. If this was in the 80s and Placebo, Placebo came out in the 90s, so then they didn't write it. I was like, my mind could not handle the information that was being explained to me in the show. I was like, Placebo didn't write this? You know, so maybe I everybody. Time, but I did not know about the Kate Bush version. I'm starting to think that everybody's upside down playlist has a good amount of of Stranger Things songs because I'm noticing quite a few songs from their soundtrack are on here. I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm an angsty little whore, so you I need to look it, it up because I want to know what's on yours. I but like I don't have a Spotify, so it doesn't know any of my music. Oh, that's a problem. Get yeah. away cars on my list. Absolutely, it should be. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I just feel like it would have to be, well, I mean, I have some very definitive songs. Yeah. That are my faves. I, I don't, honestly, I think Cruel Summer could absolutely do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Exile, we could do Exile. Well, Cruel I don't know Summer if Exile, style. Exile might want to make me stay there, though. Like, I love it, but. It's not exactly inspired. Is it like, yeah, feelings. like, what is your, I don't know. <laughs> I See, I like angsty stuff. Like, my favorite song of all time probably is Belong by the Carey Brothers. But you know what is rapidly climbing the charts with me? But, like, what makes you, like, want to get up and sing and dance? Oh, okay. Um, I think we got to go T-Swizzle. Okay. Cruel Summer, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cruel Summer is a banger. I mean, it really is. And Getaway Car, and they're both on Getaway Car. Car. I'm trying to think of something from 1989 because I'm like, that's my album. Besides that's my Shake it off, Which is also on my yeah, list. I'm not a big Shake It Off yet. I'm not a big Shake It Off yet. I like Shake It I'm Off. I'm not either, like, but it's on my list. For like, it's not my fave song. I'm like, actually, mm-hmm. you know what is on my list that is a good song from 1989 is Welcome to New York. You know, that's a good one. I really like You Are In Love. I do, but it's not a big, like, get up and dance. But see, like, to me, like, the Kate is like an angsty, like, very dramatic. So I'm thinking, like, angsty drama. 
I guess. But see, like, okay, and I'm, I'm like obsessed with Harry Styles falling. Have I you heard, heard that Harry song? Styles on here. I think I've heard falling, but you'd have to remind me of that what kid it. can belt a lyric, y'all. I've got Sign of the missed, Times by Harry Styles. On I here. missed his One Direction. Don't give me any. I know y'all. I'm sleeping I on was Harry never, Styles, but it's not my bit. I don't do yeah. boy bands. But no. that ballad, and I was very disappointed with how it did on the charts because it should have been number one. It's the, the, a beautiful it song. It sounds familiar. Like It's I'm a gorgeous sure song. It. Sure it, like He it. released it as a single, and it got some play for a while, but like it didn't really... There I don't was know. no watermelon sugar, huh? No, and I'm like, <laughs> really? We're doing... Yeah, I mean... It's kind of like, it kind of felt like... I remember when everybody was like, really like, ooh, rolling in the deep with Adele. And I'm like, yeah, but have you heard? Why am I blanking on this? Oh, someone. Someone like you? Someone like you. I was like, no one's heard someone like you yet. Actually, set fire to the rain. Mm. Mm. That's a good one, too. (laughs) To me, it's someone like you. I was like, come talk to me when they release someone like you. You like the angsty fucking song. Nicholas says, this is a terrible, like, you are listening to, like, suicide music, he says. What is wrong with you? I, here, No wonder Red's your favorite album. I have an eclectic, well, no, see, that's the weird thing, 89's my favorite, but Red's very close. I love me some Red. I actually added the songs up. You did? I mapped it. So you've, you've, you've mapped it, and it's 89? I like exactly one more song. Wow. On 89 that I think I like on red. So I love, you know what song on 89 I've really been loving a lot lately? Mm. Clean. Oh, God, that's a great song. Isn't that just an amazing song? It's such a good breakup, refreshing. It's such a good, like, like, moving on. Yes. song. I mean, listen, she is a lyrical genius. Nobody and comes love, for my swizzle. I love the the new Taylor's version of This Love. Like, I liked This Love before. Yeah. But I like the new one even better. This Love, I just can never... You know what? I forgot to tell you this, but the Elicity video that was set to This Love that was epic and amazing and perfect, deleted. Oh, how dare. I... It was actually kind of a soul-crushing moment for me. <laughs> like, I'm devastated. Because <laughs> I was like, I need to go rewatch this now that I watched my T-Sizzle in her new version of This Love. And it was gone. Because it That's wasn't, so listen, that, I watched that motherfucker like 3,000 times. And it's gone. And I don't know what happened to it. And I'm really I upset. Just, I, I liked it, like, a lot before. But then, like, her version came out. And I'm like, I like this so much better. Season three, This Love. I like it better. That's my Elicity song. That's a good song. It's if you listen to the <laughs> lyrics and you think about Elicity oh, well, season I, three. One hundred ten percent. And out of the woods is fucking season five. Yep. <sighs> so much of nineteen eighty nine is like it's just so many with Elicity for Well, me. and I use You're in Love as their wedding song and my fic. So the, 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 I can't subtract elicity from 1989 like, i know it's, it's impossible just, it's, it's it's impossible style yes style yes style is in my fic too <laughs> yeah they're all it's there. all elicity how it's you get the girl 
right yep. there. You yep. are in love. Yes. Yep. Jesus. Anyhow. I <laughs> but I love 1989. But you know me and, and reputation. It's I know. Well, it's a thing. I can't help it. That's I, the one that, where I took my banger off of that because the one where she was like, oh, what's the line when if he spends my change? I don't owe him nothing. That's oh, the one I love. I did something bad. That I did something is bad. A song. That's my banger to get that's out of. That's a song to Zach burn down off. the world with. That's that's the one I'm burning down the world with to get <laughs> out of freaking upside down. <laughs> That's a great song. I Listen, like my thing with reputation. I love like <laughs> when I say I like like a certain album or a certain song, mm-hmm. or I don't like it as much as I like something else. It doesn't mean I don't like them because I love all of right. them. Obviously, like because... you have to love the the Bible of Taylor Swift. You have to. It's like, just you like, like you love them and... all. Right. Reputation has not a single skip. See, not I just single, don't. It's just single like... skip. Like, you and Lauren, I'm going to, like, leave the two of you in a room, and you can, like, share your reputation. Does just... she love reputation, too? Oh. Oh, I, I love your I think she's not as big of a Taylor Swift fan right now, because she's in her, like, her very, like, folk arty phase, and, like, Lauren likes her reputation. She wants, I... she wants dark Taylor back. <laughs> I, I just, it's such a wonderful mix of, like, anger but also romance like well it's, it's really it's so that's really the big misconception that's really the big misconception there's about so much the album is it's it. her it's it's her falling in love with joe oh it's totally the whole falling in love with joe. joe and i fucking i'm feral for that i know like, it's so sweet i just love like she could sing about that dive bar like make a whole album i know i want to just songs. be a fly on the wall in that dive bar Oh. Talk about what'd you do? <laughs> Tell me about this dress, Taylor. <laughs> what was the dress? What was the drink? But like, and then there's getaway car, and I just sit mm-hmm. there and cackle about poor Tom Hiddleston, and it's just oh yeah, there's some Hiddleston in, in reputation. I forget about him. <laughs> his, his his song is getaway car. Well, the one that I like that line though with the if he spends my change, I don't owe him nothing. Is yeah. the what's the DJ? Um, I forget the name of the DJ, but the that's what I think that line is about. I thought it was about Scooter. That could be Scooter. I thought it was the guy because he, um, she wrote a song under a different a pseudonym, and he didn't give her credit or something. I don't remember. There was something that happened with them writing a song together. And it didn't go well. Oh, I think you're thinking of a different DJ. Am I thinking of a different mm-hmm. guy? Who was, the, who was the blonde guy she dated? The really tall oh, one. Calvin Harris? Yes! She co-wrote a song with him. Maybe. And then, like, he tried to pretend like she didn't write on it after they broke up. I mean, that sounds like something he'd do. But you, it could be Scooter. That feels like Scooter, too. Well, there were, where, where's that one song? I'm gonna see what the internet says because now I'm really curious. Maybe you might you might absolutely be right. I that's what I thought it was Kelvin Harris. If he spends my change, it maybe you're right. Then he had it coming. That's the name. Okay. Um, I just admit. Okay, so who? Yeah. Okay, Reddit's on it. Let's see what Reddit came up with. Reddit always knows. Um. Yep. Uh, so someone was like, okay, um, 
I always thought it was a bit connected, so I fly them all around the world. Like, she's definitely richer than Calvin Harris and flying him around on her private jet, even if he was not broke. Okay, so some, it's it's pretty much, it's straight, it's Calvin, it's Hiddleston, it's Calvin, it's Hiddleston. Yeah, I also got Hiddleston off of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if he spends my change and they had it come, I think he was calling her out for selling out the media about their relationship. Okay, yeah. this is where it is. Okay, the line is, if he drops my name, then I owe him nothing. And if he spends my change, then he had it coming. Here we go. I always thought it was about Calvin. She wrote, um, name of Calvin's song. It's in just initials. Under Nal Thorberg's pseudonym, but he took credit for all of it, a.k.a. dropping her name and spending her change. So maybe it's about both. Like yeah, both apply. Like this person put it in the words I needed them to put it in, and I feel very much it's Kelvin. But yeah. I also think the flying around because that's totally that's like what they did. Yeah. yeah. So I think both. The songs I think I think both. there's a, a, it's, I think she was like went for a twofer. I think she she's just like Kelvin doesn't even one, deserve to have one perfect one song. whole line in one mm-hmm. of my songs about him. Yeah. So he's gonna have to share. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's like getting out of that uh getting out of the upside down although i i would maybe i just do oh here's why i love jamie bauer campbell because oh, like all the kids all the kids everyone's selling this kate bush like you know oh song? what song would you pick they're like oh you know running up that hill i'm like you know you know we get it um but jamie bauer campbell was like well i would do running up the hill but i do placebo i'm like <laughs> God, love you, Jamie Bauer Campbell. Even though you're <laughs> creepy and no. weird as the no. psycho. No, wrong, wrong. I answer. still love their little badass baby L when she was all like sent into the freaking hellscape. I'm like, how badass is that? So apparently, on that scene, I read a really long interview with this dude. So he said he was watching that scene, or like. There was some scene, whatever, maybe it wasn't that one, but he was watching it and the kid actor did great. He did a good job. And then Millie Bobby Brown came up to the kid and gave him some direction. And he was like, kid fucking nailed it. So he was like, Millie like worked with him to like, keep it seamless. And I was just like the cute, I just love him. I love him as I love good villains, guys. They're so crucial to stories, and I get obsessed with them. Like, Honestly, there's nothing beats a really good villain. And I feel like we've been missing it in this because everyone's like, "What's the upside down? Who's the mind flare? Like, what the fuck?" So now I feel like we've got a tangible bad guy. Let's go after him. Let's fuck some shit up. I'm excited. But I feel like they've been building up to this because. Watching some of season one back over again, I was like, okay. Yes. It's coming back around. Well, like, so like now I went back and rewatched some of one too. It matches up. It totally matches up. Yeah. Cause you're like, where are all the other kids? Why was she 11? Why. Yeah. Yes. It matches up with the season two stuff with eight. Yep. So it all works. So I love that we, I'm just so excited that we know one. I'm just so excited. It was just the best. I'm so excited. Oh, you know what I got to send you? I got to send you the puppy pictures. Yes, you do. We're getting our puppy next week, guys. I do need, I do need, I do need. So we have to pick our puppy. 
It's not going to be Buffy. I've told Lauren, we're not naming the dog Buffy. <laughs> I can't do it. I Listen, I have very strong memories in my adolescence of Buffy. It's difficult for me to separate and then name a pet after it. I don't know why it was easier with Oliver. I was like, oh, I think I just like the name Oliver better. I mean, Buffy Buffy is... It's specific. It's very specific. Yeah. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't think I can do it. I don't think so. So I think it's going to be Luna or Lily. Lily's nice. I kind of like Lily. A lot of dogs are named Luna. I know everybody's named Luna. Starts feeling generic, but Lily... Lily's different. It's kind of great for a dog, I think. The problem is the one that Lauren likes the best is kind of like... um, it's like dark hair. Oh. So I can't really do Lily for that. But the one that I like best is like buff. And I could do Lily for her. So I'm leaving it open because we just, we're going to meet the doggies and we're going to see which one fits best. Because we get yeah. first pick. At least we should. Give or take. How exciting that is. I know. I feel like we're totally not prepared. You know, like where it's like. No, you aren't prepared because puppies are a pain in the ass. Well, it's like, okay, like I, had a, <laughs> I had a baby. I had a baby. It was 14, 15 years ago. So, like, if you hand me a newborn, I'm trustworthy with it. I'll figure it out. But, like, do I remember everything? No, I don't. It's like that with a dog. You know what I mean? The last time I raised a puppy was 14 years ago. He turned out pretty okay. I feel like we're <laughs> telling my husband, I'm like, I feel like it's going to come back. I mean, to be fair, Rusty was 90 pounds and a straight lunatic. So, like, you guys don't know. He ate walls when he was a puppy. That's, like, that's an awful lot. He was mentally imbalanced I really thought I was gonna have to like trank him like you guys just don't and he was pure muscle can you try to imagine controlling just muscle in puppy energy it's impossible (laughs) and I had the tiniest itty bittiest baby in the history of the world in the house too and he like trampled over things they like did not exist in the same world for the first year of her life like if she was downstairs he was upstairs if he was downstairs she was upstairs I did not allow them because he was crazy you know how people are like oh my dog would never hurt this baby I'm like I'm not so sure <laughs> like he wouldn't do it intentionally but would he step on her as she was scooting around sure <laughs> he was dumb <laughs> I loved him but he wasn't super bright so Eventually, he learned that she was very, very precious and tiny, and he had to be careful, which was good. But he never really grew past that. <laughs> so even at, like, 13, he treated her like she was an infant. <laughs> She's like, okay, but I'm not that small, and I come ahead of you in the pack. It's like, no, no, you don't. So I'm a little nervous about raising a puppy. Again. But I'll wing it. It'll be okay, right? Oh, it's going to be just wonderful. It'll be fine. Teach you to sit. It's the potty training that we just got to get grip on. No biting and walking. Pretty much if you solve those problems, I think you're home. 
<laughs> I'm like trying to simplify this in my brain because I'm like, fuck, I gotta train a dog. It'll be fun though. It'll be fun. I'll have a little piece of fluff and then it'll be fun. It gives Lauren something to do too. That kid needs to learn responsibility. Did you finish Obi-Wan? Yes, and how good was that? I did not see the last episode yet. <gasps> Why not? Because I watch with Nick, and Nick goes to fucking bed like a normal well, person. And I normal like, hours, we have you just one sit down and watch it. Hurt. I know. I was like, we have one episode left. And he's like, time for bed. I'm like, I don't understand the man I married. What? I don't either. What, what madness is that? Who shuts it off when you have one episode left? My husband. My husband. He does it to me. He would do it with Breaking Bad, you guys. He would just be like, okay, click it off. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, here's the thing. You need to watch it. I know. Because I was like, listen, I was watching four, four or five, one of the ones. And I was like, all right. I was getting crabby. I was like, there's not enough Darth Vader in this. And like, I swear to God, Cal, he showed up. <laughs> Next day. You're like, what were you saying? Listen, I gotta give some props to Hayden Christensen. He has aged well. Like, he looks good. Here's the thing. <laughs> you have to watch the last episode. I know, it's driving me crazy. I can't even talk about it. I know! Because I keep seeing all these YouTube, like, fan vids. And I'm like, I want to watch them so bad. But I know it's going to spoil me. So I'm stopping. But it's driving me nuts. But you have to watch it. I know. Can we? Here's a little annoyance. Okay. Can we? All right. So, end of five. Where Obi-Wan just can't fucking destroy his uh, Mission Impossible messages like a normal spy. And, like... (laughs) Like, this is, like, the basics of Spidem, Obi. Like, but did anybody together. ever say Obi-Wan made a particularly good spy? Well, how did he get to be a general doing that shit? Everybody, oh, everybody be... that could swing a lightsaber was a general. <sighs> I suppose. I was like, <laughs> they didn't have a lot of choices. Everyone was dead. No, they were right, limited. Freaking Ben or nobody. I'm like, what a fucking dumb shit. Like, he leaves it just sitting in the sand. Oh, there's another kid. Luke. Okay. And then they zoom in on Luke sleeping. And I'm, I know we're supposed to be like, oh. Can I just say I have a real problem with Star Wars acting like Luke is more important than Leia all the time? Yes, and that's why I was so glad when this show put more emphasis on Leia. Right, because it was like, in the beginning, it was like, well, no. And they even did it with Ben. He's like, well, I'm here for the boy. I have to train the boy. Well, what's wrong with Leia? Well, Leia can't get trained. Mr. Senator Organa had her. I'm like, okay whatever it just annoyed me i was so annoyed i was like you know what leia's better than luke like a million times better every day and twice on sunday just (sighs) so much better luke is a whiny little bitch luke is the frodo of star wars and i just 100 understanding that people not understanding that i did i was watching a youtube oh i forgot to tell you this you know how we were going on and on about our, like i where it got you to like ben solo for five seconds because like he sacrificed himself and like he fulfilled 
uh, Anakin wanting to save Padme. Yes. Okay, so there's another layer to it that I think you're going to like. Okay, tell me. They, and I watch this stuff on YouTube, guys. I don't know. Like, they say it's source material. Whatever. So, you know how they say in the movies that Padme died of a broken heart? That's not actually what happened. Okay. So, the Emperor was siphoning her life force to keep Anakin alive during the surgery. Yeah. So, like, literally Padme, Padme died to keep Anakin alive. That and then he allows Anakin to think that off. he killed. Yeah. So it really is the flip. So Ben uses his life force to keep Renee, uh, Ray alive. Speaking of of it force, excited me. Force, <laughs> speaking of force dyads. Yeah. I saw a TikTok that was asking the question: Were Obi Wan and Anakin? An incomplete force dyad. That's interesting. And they went through like the different evidence. Like they will have shared, like not dreams, but like dreams, but hallucinations type thing. And it like showed from the TV show. Yeah. Examples yep. of it. Yeah. It's just like. I always thought they were selling it because they're pad one and. But they're saying, and... you know, they, they didn't have the full bond. And obviously, well, you haven't seen the end of Kenobi or else I would be able to say obviously and you'd be like, of course, obviously. Well, obviously, it's broken. Like, when I'm watching the first three movies, I didn't ever get, and this is probably more to do with my beef with Ewan McGregor, I never really felt like Ewan was a great Obi-Wan. Here's the thing. Still I didn't guys. think anybody was great. I didn't think Hayden was great. I didn't <laughs> think Obi-Wan was great. I didn't think Padme was great. I hated everybody. I hated the prequels. Okay. You know what has done wonders for changing my opinion? <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no love lost. Here's, here's, you know what changed my opinion? Or what has helped to change hmm. my opinion? Hmm. In addition to Kenobi, which I feel kind of gives a lot of um context well not even just context but like catharsis to what happened in the prequels Mm -hmm. but what has been helping is i've been watching clone wars with my son oh that's a lot about um yeah that's during their time and yeah clone wars actually makes me like the prequels better because i never quite under like I understood what was going on, but I never got what the big deal was. Well, and like, like he I went like we right from so Attack much. of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and like, it was whatever. like, well, what's the war? Like, I'm, yeah. I have not seen any of this war. We hear in in the first Star Wars movie, Obi Wan talks about Anakin as he was the best starfighter, and I'm like, never saw evidence of that. Right, like, right. All this shit. Yeah. So like, we never. I never saw any evidence of it, and now I'm like watching Clone Wars, and I'm like, this is actually making me like care about you and McGregor. Uh, Obi Wan, the Hayden Christensen, yeah. and like it's it's giving me an investment in their their relationship. I'm like a big Ahsoka fan from watching mm. it. Like we're only on season two, but I'm like, this is great. Like, what the fuck was George Lucas doing with those movies? 
I don't know. Like, I just, I feel, well, and I had to remind myself a couple times when I'm watching Obi-Wan, I'm like, okay, this is a kid's show. Because it's on Disney. I'm like, it's a kid's show. Here's, there's, here's, here's some plot stuff that I'm like, come on. And it's like, like, the action isn't like super, <laughs> like, wait a minute, it's a kid. So like, I, I do view the, I do view the Star Wars movies as kid movies. Because like, then I think it's like, it yeah, dumps them down help. a little bit. It does help. Because you're like, this seems like a glaring plot hole, but like, have you ever watched a Disney? I mean, like, <laughs> seriously, I was like, more. why? Yeah, it's Disney, so that's you're like, okay, well, so, yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I always, always, I had a bigger beef with Ewan's performance, and I know people are gonna be like, are you crazy that I did with Hayden's? No, they both suck. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be taking. <laughs> You're like, no, that's just wrong. <laughs> and we haven't gotten even a Natalie Portman wooden. No, 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 we're like, not gonna talk about it. No, that's so like, stupid. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna have a brain bleed. No, yep. what? <laughs> She's an Academy Award-winning actress. That here's kid. the thing. You're talking about it being a kids show, and these are kid movies. Yeah, and and Obi Wan is a kid show. And, and then they had I was to do thinking sex about here we have sex. Clone Wars, which is literally animated, which would think you would think would make it the most kid friendly of no, all. No, but like animated but Clone shows. Wars, Clone mm. Wars is not kid friendly. Like not. No, it's a, like you can do like intense cartoons, like Batman. They're super begins. intense. Yeah, People Batman die. Like no joke. <laughs> it was like I mean, Batman Begins was an intense show i watched it with my dad my dad was enthralled he was like this is the best show ever like i know have him watch clone wars i'm telling you it's it's like he was like always like so upset when it was a two-parter because like he oh they do that a lot in clone wars (laughs) they do that so much in clone wars they'll have like three episodes that are like an arc Uh, oh my god that's stressful just, See, I um... really like, here's what I loved. I was watching a George Lucas interview, and he's like, if you watch one through six, because you know how everybody's like, oh, Luke's the chosen one. Luke's the chosen one. He's like, Luke ain't the chosen one. It's always Anakin. It's always Anakin, yeah. No, it's I like, agree. He's like, Anakin's the star. They Luke, never said Luke Luke's... was the chosen Who ever said that, though? Luke Nobody. lovers, Star Nobody. Wars fans in their mommy's basement. Nobody. But I, like they elevate Luke to this point where I'm like, does he really? Is they he worthy needed... of that? I don't feel like he no, is. they never did. And I, listen, I never bought it because I was never a Luke fan. No, because he's be the worst. Luke. He is the worst. And <laughs> my friends and I used to always make fun of him. Now, like literally, he just told Baby Yoda he couldn't have his freaking. That was out of pocket. Like some uh... fucked up. <laughs> I was not happy with. I was just that. not cool. But no, it's 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 literally Anakin was the chosen one. He was the one that was going to. He was the one that they were expecting. This is going to take. He's going to get rid of the Sith guy. He's going to get right. rid of he Mr. Head Sith, and he did. Yeah, he just, just like took, a, took a really years. weird way to get there, but he right. did. Listen, we all have our own paths. <laughs> And yes, Luke played a helpful part in that, but, but he wasn't like it was like he didn't. It could have been Leia just right. as well as it could have been Luke there. So. Right, as always, like cheese me off that they never really got Darth and 
Like, I really need Darth Vader to find out about Leia and the Obi-Wan. Because, like, when does he find out they're alive? Because he knew it he in the movies. He doesn't find out. No, he doesn't find out until Star Wars. But when does he find out in the Star Wars movies? I don't remember. In, in, in shit. I, I gotta forget. rewatch those. I gotta rewatch four, five, and it's, six. It's been a hot minute. So. I know. I don't remember because I feel like he just like announced it. Like I've been holding no, on to this little kernel of truth. Was, I I don't. I think. Hmm. See, I, I thought he was harboring the secret for twenty years, no, and he, he just unloaded it on Luke at the opportune time. The whole point was to keep it from from Vader. Yeah, that's what I thought, because I was like, I, I was like, it'd be so cool if, like, Leia got kidnapped by Vader and, like, they became this dark princess and they have a whole fic. Then <laughs> <laughs> she escapes. Goofy girl. I know. All right, guys. I need to eat dinner. Yeah. And go watch some some. Stranger I gotta go things. watch some Stranger Things. Hopefully the freaking thing didn't crash. Okay, <laughs> everyone save Steve 2022. Woohoo! That's our motto. That's yes, our campaign promise. He better live. They better follow through, Duffer Brothers, or else I'm coming for your life. Yep. I don't have actually any power over them, but nope. they'll they'll face my Twitter wrath. They will. And it will it's much. It's it's very fiery. My wrath. It will be very vociferous. Mm-hmm. No, I told Nick and Lauren, I was like, I love you, but I am deep sixing you guys. I'm watching it this weekend. <laughs> like our love, our love does not travel over Fourth of July. Waiting for you. The hardest no. thing has been for me today to wait for Kyle to come home tonight to watch this it. whole having relationships and like, like nurturing why, them <laughs> why won't you come home so I can watch so I'm saying like you do well in Alaska Callie seriously Callie doesn't, Callie doesn't actually like the world so no, Callie I would recommend world. Alaska to you I think you'd be just fine there the world hates me too it's, it's a two way street <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back on our regular schedule. And next Friday will be the day before I get my puppy. Yay. I'm so excited. Okay. Bye. Bye. us this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.